0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Barrellas.
1: Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to The Hang. In today's episode, we are speaking with Laurence Olivier nominated American actress, Sierra Boggis. For many who love theater, who love The Phantom of the Opera, who love Love Never Dies, who love The Little Mermaid, who love well, Broadway. Sierra Boggess will be part of that conversation. Many who have supported me along the way already know my association and collaborations with Sierra. We originated the lead roles in Love Never Dies as Phantom and Christine. That's when we met. We played opposite each other in the 25th anniversary of The Phantom of the Opera, where we played the original version of Phantom and Christine. We have done concerts together several times in Japan with a show called Four Stars. We played opposite each other in the 25th anniversary of The Secret Garden, which was at the Lincoln Center, playing Archibald and Lily. When we finally got a chance to sit down and catch up on The Hang, we got to reminiscing about our time in the Phantom of the Opera, Love Never Dies, living in this current climate, and got to learn about our passion project, Light Lessons. We also started talking about our upcoming concert with Hadley Fraser. The reunion, which is happening in Tokyo, Japan in September. The first time the three of us get to share a stage together again since the 25th anniversary of the Phantom of the Opera. Most importantly, she's one of my best friends, and I love every second I get to spend with her. Sierra Boggess, welcome to The Hang.
0: Oh my gosh, Ramin, I can't believe this is happening.
1: Now, you've done a few podcasts, haven't you?
0: Yeah, but not this one.
1: I know, but you're like seasoned pro at this stuff.
0: I mean, I'm a seasoned pro at just talking to people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've come to the right place.
0: Yeah, I feel like I just want to hang with you right now. That's what it feels like. Let's just hang and talk. How does that sound?
1: I love it. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm. Um, um, this is funny. I'm in New York. You're in London right now. And yeah. we have a really cool setup going on just to be able to hang, which I think is really special. Um, and I, yeah, I'm good. I've just been, I've literally been hanging out.
1: <laughs> That's all we can do.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Same old. You know, I'm trying, obviously when this comes out, I pray that it's looking back on the time where we were locked down, and I hope we are back yep. out and about. But, um, yeah, you know, I every day I wake up and I think, okay, let's find the motivation and the joy of perhaps doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but being, you know, even the little things be grateful that I'm, yeah. I'm healthy, my family's healthy, we have a home. But it's a weird time. It's really, weird because, yeah. you know, we've – We've both known someone who's passed away from this. May rest in peace, Terrence McNally. Mm-hmm. I've uh, an artist I know has passed away over here. People are so sick, and I still see people choosing to think it's okay to do whatever. I know. And walk about the streets, having picnics and garden parties. I hope they are right and we are wrong. But while we don't know, I know. We have to work together. We're all trying to figure this out. But right now it's, let's just get through this as one. We have to be a family.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is like, it's actually bringing, it's bringing out, I think, what you stand for when life is normal is coming out even more now. And do you know what I mean? And so I'm noticing that you're either seeing all Mm. the, um, all the ways that people are helping or you're seeing all the ways that people are hurting and you are either you're identifying with one or the other and you want to be part of either the problem or the solution. But, you know, people that are part of the problem don't think they are. They're just being completely self-absorbed. And what I think is fascinating about this time is if you're not sick, you know, those of us that are, luckily not sick, we're being given an opportunity to reset and we're being given an opportunity to behave differently. And you and I have talked about it. Hopefully everybody is going to come back when the world reopens and behave differently because we are, to me, we are being given an opportunity to be introspective and come back better and stronger and more loving and kind and with integrity. And, you know, there's so many aspects of life that I think we've all noticed because it was a really crazy world before this and it was getting crazier. And I think we were really starting to see um, a lot of things happening that is that's without integrity. So, how can we come back into the world when it reopens? is the like, lack of a better phrase, um, different or, and, or hold fast to the values that you had, but maybe it's even now you have it stronger or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, this is something I keep going back and forth with every day. So like up until I read a tweet by JK Rowling, I read something prior to that where someone goes, if you don't come out of this time, either with a new skill or a new side hustle finally started or knowledge, you don't lack time, you lack discipline. And I thought, oh, there's a lot of truth in that. That's beautiful. But then she tweets something. Well, some people just can only and try to survive during this. So they don't need to hear that. And I thought, oh, that's very true as well.
0: That's right. I think we have to give a lot of grace to people right now in a way that we don't normally, because we really don't know people's situations. And no, this isn't a collective time of like, all right, now you have to come, it's not mandatory to come up with a new skill or to keep doing the skills you are doing. I think uh, the only thing that is clear is that we gotta stay indoors. So what does that look like for each one of us? And are you somebody where it's like, okay, all I've been saying is I just need time. I just need time. If I only had the time then, well, if you are somebody who's been saying that now's your time. But if you're somebody who's like, I just needed a break. I just need a break. I, you know, how many times do we say that all the time? It's it's like, I just need a break and here's your break. And so how do you want to have this? How do you want to spend this time? And, um, also, yes, don't miss out on the time. If you are somebody who wants to, you know, write the great American novel, then now's a great time. But so don't miss out on that time. But also, especially those of us that, you know, that's like, I know our schedules. Don't miss your time to just exist without having to do anything or accomplish anything. Yeah. You know?
1: And I had a few friends tell me that specifically for me, like, Ramin, it's okay to not do anything. Yes. But what made me very embarrassed after reading... JK Rowling's tweet was that was a real moment where I felt the sense of you are privileged Ramin because you didn't once consider what if you couldn't pay your bills what if you were truly destitute because of this situation now if this goes on for six months I just might be but right right now I'm not and I was like oh damn there are going to be people who just surviving will be enough enough right now. And I felt really ashamed of myself that I only saw what was in front of me. Mm -hmm. So that was a lesson. Uh, I was like, okay, this is you. Fine. That's one way you've got yourself sorted, but this doesn't apply to everyone necessarily. Right.
0: And that's, That's the thing about the world that we live in is we have social media. And so what if you had been somebody who's like you had this all these thoughts and you just wrote them down and you wrote them as fact and is like you should this, Mm. this, this. Because there's nothing wrong with what you thought and then there's nothing wrong with you being like, oh, holy, hold on a second. But that's the problem I think with now is a blessing and a curse because you can write whatever you want and then it becomes as fact. but. If you had said that and declared that's like this is what you should be doing and da, da da and not worrying about anybody else, you know what I mean? So it's okay that you have that because it's like it's it's all relative and it's and it's um it's part of your that's part of your journey or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And it took and knowing that now, I gave myself grace to like, okay, well, you've learned something and that's okay as well, and that's part of all this, you know? And life anyways. Totally. Every time I hear the word should, I think hmm. of you because we had this conversation. Yes. So I would like you to remind me of that conversation. Because it doesn't sit well with me. There's two things that I've thought of you a lot recently. Is that and there's something else which we'll get onto. Okay. But what's with the word should again and why does it bother me when I when I hear someone else say it?
0: Because every time you say the word should, that means that you are are we allowed to say bad words on here?
1: Yeah, I've said it all. Okay. The time. <laughs>
0: Because I'm doing so good right now. I'm not saying. No, you can be free. Okay, okay good. Um, so every time you say the word should, you're shitting on the moment that you're in. So if you're going, I should be practicing right now, that means you're shitting on what you're doing right at this moment. Ah. Um, you know, and that's what it is that it's like, oh, so I'm not honoring the moment that I'm in. Instead I'm being like, this isn't, this isn't good enough. I should be this, Right, and it does, it really does. And I learned this lesson from Joe Milson.
1: Yeah, Joe Milson well, was
0: in Love Never Dies with us for yeah. those of people that don't know. For yes, me. who's also,
1: <laughs> well, once we get back, he's in Mary Poppins over Mary here. Mary Poppins, yeah.
0: yeah. But, so that's that's what it is, is that you aren't honoring the moment that you're in. Yeah. And in fact, Uh, to should something creates a lot of anger and unrest and it's very hard for other like as you know and as kids we hate being told you should this you should this we remember this from childhood Mm. and you know I just I'm trying to take that out of my vocabulary which is what we talked about.
1: I always as I go to write it I'm like okay what are those Um, what other words can I use? I'm like, oh, I would encourage you or something. Yes, I isn't think that so good? That word has become a get-a low reaction. I'm like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to talk, remind myself and I remember it came from you and Joe.
0: Yes. And and thinking about I, I think anytime that a word is something that's like, oh, let's let's try and figure out another way to say this, that just makes you it, it just grows you as a human anyways. And like, how great is that? that language that you came up with. I'd encourage you to this. That's, I would, if I was on the other end of that, I would receive that so much better than you should this. Right. You know, should is, it's so final too. It's like, and that some, somebody has decided whether it's you or someone else has decided that life is this, you know, and life should this. And it's, and there's a response to that of like, says who? Right. Why do you know, you know? Now,
1: while we're on the topic of things that, you know, seeds you've planted in my head from <laughs> all the <that> time ago, <laughs> lately, anytime I look at a clock, it'll be 11, 11, 444. I've been, and to the point where I kept taking stills and showing manics, I'm like, look, what is mm-hmm. going on? And I remember you had an, a, a thought about it. So like right now, every time I, I go on at like where it's all the same numbers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you just look at the clock?
0: Yes, I did. For, it says three,
1: two, three. Right. And if any, obviously people aren't going to hear this. I, I'm in Sierra while we do this. So at least I get eye contact and I saw her eyes mm-hmm. go somewhere. Um, I've been doing it as uh, uh, either a moment of gratitude. I'll, I'll just say thanks for something or thanks for something that's coming. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's what it's meant, the theory for it, but I thought I, I have to honor it somehow. So for now, those are my two ways, either gratitude for something I have or gratitude for something that's coming. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is it with you and the numbers? What does it mean? <laughs> what is it with you?
0: <laughs> 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 okay, first of all, I think that's great. That I think there again, there's no I- exact answering. Nobody come down right. and been like, "Here's the deal." But what should but, I be doing? <laughs> yeah, what should? Yeah, I mean, you should be. Um, so yes, I think that that's really a great idea to do the gratitude thing because the idea is that if you are having a phase, and mine the times when that happens to me, it's a phase in my life. And what apparently it is, is there's some like portal awakening happening around your life. So I think that it's the best idea is to go, I'm grateful Mm. or I'm grateful for whatever is to come. Also, just to say, I'd say it's like um, for people to talk to whatever they believe is higher than themselves, whatever that is that you believe is higher than you and actually not believe that you know is higher than you than to say, I hear you, I got you, I see you. Like, right. I know you're trying to get my attention. That's what I look at it as.
1: Did you once tell me it signifies that, it's just a reminder that you're on the right path?
0: Yeah, I think so. That's, and, and that's why I say, it's whatever thing is is talking to you, being like, you're good or what your thoughts were at that moment, it could be. That's like, yes, that's it. Right,
1: okay. That was a nice reminder. So
0: I think it's a good thing to just look at because it's just another form of awareness too. And you know me in numbers. <laughs> I'm one of the I best know. mathematicians. I mean, you call me for all math questions, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever Hadley stumped, I'm like, hang on, <laughs> let's call Auntie C.
0: Yeah, do you know who would know? Sierra.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's so, all up in that quadratic formula. Shit. She's right up in it. Yep, pi. Yes,
0: that's her thing. Which I, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. All of it. So, okay, I'm literally terrible at math. Everybody, I failed <laughs> math like eight times, and I I don't know how I could have even see even eight. I was only to- in s- <laughs> <laughs> four years. <laughs> In high school. Ah. But the fact that, like, numbers, the point is, the fact that numbers are kind of my thing right now, where it's like, where I see double numbers or triple or whatever it is, and also like life path numbers and all that stuff, it's like, I'm quick at adding like single digit numbers now. Don't test me. No,
1: I'm not going to test you. Okay. One of your heroes <laughs> is really into numerology, Brene Brown. Jim Carrey.
0: Jim Carrey? Yeah. I was like about to go down the list. Is he, does he? From love what I remember,
1: philosophy? he's really big into numbers.
0: <gasps> oh, that makes me love him even more.
1: But we might have to fact check that.
0: Okay, we'll fact check it.
1: Cause I saw how excited you got and I thought, what if I'm wrong? But well, it doesn't I,
0: matter. It's not like, yeah. well, can you get him on that? Why aren't we inviting him to hang with us right
1: now? Cause I'm not John Krasinski. If this was John Krasinski doing some good news, boom.
0: That's true then it would be like, ah, dang, Ramin.
1: I hope that keeps going after this lockdown. You literally smile or cry for 15 minutes, but all joy.
0: Yes, all joy, totally. It's like, it's exactly what we need, but we've, we need this, we've needed this. You know, this kind of stuff that we're going with, going through right now doesn't happen just all of a sudden. It's been a buildup to it, so there has been like, a soul calling for something like that and just knowing about the good thing. Like for me right now, I'm having a rule for myself that's like, I'm actually not looking up any news and it's not to be ignorant. It's because I, there's nothing right now that I need to know that I don't already know in the yeah. sense that I know how bad it is out there. And I know to be respectful mm-hmm. and to stay home and to wash my hands. And I know this, until and I will know when there is. I can't avoid all news, but I'm not. But I'm not seeking it out, and I'm not watching something that doesn't bring me joy or inform me. Um, and so, I I want to hear from people who have actual knowledge right now, as opposed yeah. to people who are just talking out their ass.
1: Yeah, you no. know, and there's a lot of that going there on. There
0: is, and so I, I'm just when we're in our own four walls we get to choose then if we're living here for 24 hours, seven days a week, we get to choose how much poison we're putting into our house and into our minds and stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you, you mentioned that. Cause it's being in the positions we're in too, knowing that we do have such great support t- supporters who follow us and give us Props come to our shows on our social media. I'm now trying to think anytime I post something, what value does it have?
0: Yes. Absolutely. I don't need to be
1: relevant. I don't need to stay use Instagram to stay relevant. Yeah. That's why lately it's only been musical posts like singing posts, whether it's my stuff, musicals mm. folks. I'm like, that's the one thing I can do right now. Sure. I can't save lives. I can't offer ventilators to hospitals. I'm not in a position to do that. What I can do is stay home not add to the problem. Yep. And if I can help bring joy for two, three, four minutes, that's all I can do. Otherwise I'm back being a dad and I'll, I'll carry on doing that. Yep. Just like our, our thing that we uh, recorded today, which mm-hmm. w- w- would have been out by the time this comes out. I had so much fun doing that. It's so nice. I hope people enjoy or did enjoy watching it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you and I talked about this. That's like right when this first was happening, neither of us was singing. Neither of us wanted to sing, and um, it's only lately that's like we've both been craving that. And I think it was really good to honor that. Like I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like singing right now. I don't just because part of it is music is so healing. And I just say this off of what you said, because people are craving music and people are wanting to see as much as they can and hear as much as they can, but we got to do it when we're ready because it is so healing. It's almost like I didn't want to be in the healing yet because this was just happening and I needed to be in the situation. So I was still working. The thing I didn't give up, I was working out and like doing yoga and whatever, cleaning my, like doing everything but what I do for a living. And suddenly, and, and it was like, okay, so that keeps me feeling like normalcy and alive. But I wasn't ready to contribute in the way that I'm accustomed to contributing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And, and probably in a way that some people might have been craving of you. I don't yes. want to say expected, but Yes. We were getting a lot of requests. I'm just like, I just, and I would say to Mandy or some friends like yourself, I was like, I, I just, it's just not in me to do right now. it won't feel authentic. And then I don't feel it will have value. Right. And it won't help anyone.
0: Right. Because we do want to sing from the place of the, of giving and to, and what the other people need, cause it's one thing to sing in your own house and one thing to sing for yourself, which we should as well, find the joy in what we enjoy singing. But the part of us as artists that is missing when, you know, there's no Broadway or West end or school shows or anything is the part where we do this for the other, because it's what they need to hear and feel too. Yeah. And if we do it, uh, if we are, if we were just singing and giving a ton of content like right away, you're almost doing the work for other people because it's it's doesn't give them the chance to also uh, figure out what they're craving. What exactly are you craving, as opposed to just noise?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. How about that? That's shit? beautifully put. Yeah. Thank you. Well. Since you dropped such knowledge on us, <laughs> I think um, I want to know more and bring us up to speed and those who don't know, let them in on like lessons, your creation.
0: My creation station. So this sort of started actually during Love Never Dies because we used to pull a word before going on stage. Yeah. And so that's so random actually to realize it was that it's during Love Never Dies. Um, that this used to be a thing. And there came a point, so however long ago that was, then there came a point that I, there's certain words and phrases that really speak to me and that um, were the ones that I needed to focus on before I went on stage. But then it became bigger where it's like. I'm realizing in some, it's like so small. It's some way. It's something that other people really, really responded to and needed. So, really quick for those that don't know, light lessons are. It's a bag of words of twenty words or phrases that um, are things that speak to me. Really simple, one word or two words or a phrase or something that you can pull and uh, and focus on for the day, or even for the hour, the minute sometimes, or before you go on stage, before you go to a job interview, something to just center your mind. It's really, really helpful to me and for all my friends and everything. So, um, I designed them with Jane Jordan, who's, um, runs fit for Broadway and her sister was actually pregnant and she, the pregnant sister uh, was drew all the, there's really beautiful drawings on each card. And I say the pregnancy thing because there's a lot of creative energy that happens through pregnancy. And so it's like really special. That's like this other life is growing inside her and she's like through her arm, you know, is like drawing these beautiful drawings. Um, wow. And, and I called them light lessons because <laughs> i was i was down at the river in new york in the summertime and it was night and all of a sudden these fireflies started going out and doing their thing and lighting up and i was like oh god and i literally started meditating on the metaphor that is the firefly and here it is y'all these bugs during the day look like a normal ass bug that you'd be like, ah, God, not that. And at night, all them lights go out and all of a sudden their butt is like lighting up. Their literal ass is lighting up. I think it's actually their abdomen or something. It's actually their heartbeat. But I'm like, it looks like their butt. And so it's like suddenly this whole bug is like lighting up. And now we're like, oh my God, this is incredible. And so I was like, This is the metaphor. Is that when all the darkness is around us, we have the light within us. Light your butt up, y'all.
1: Right.
0: It's, <laughs> it's all, all in your ass.
1: Us. Or, I like the metaphor of it being your heartbeat.
0: Please let an entomologist be listening and, like, uh, this lady's crazy. It's actually their thoracic, da, 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 whatever. I don't know what they have.
1: <laughs> so, on com, Yeah. You can we'll, purchase it's these. It's all on there. Things. Yeah. But the only problem is, and I think we talked about this, sending out of America Ugh,
0: shipping it's so-
1: gets jacked. I know yeah. with some of the stuff I want to, obviously I didn't, I wasn't going to do it now with all that's going on, but I looked at shipping costs outside of where we are.
0: I know it's more
1: expensive than the shirt sometimes.
0: (laughs) I know. And customs, like you have, there's, it can get caught up in customs and take months to get to somebody. Just like a simple shirt, a simple bag of light lessons. It's like, I'm trying to, I'm really, really trying to figure out how to make this happen. And apparently if you have like, I don't know, if you have like another company in but the, it's then it's that's how it's easier, but
1: Yeah, but then like if you do it through Amazon or something, but then they take a message. Yeah.
0: And that compromises the integrity of the thing and stuff. And it's just like yeah, so it it is really tough because we do Yeah, have- I don't want to
1: see light lessons on Amazon. It just no, doesn't sir, feel like I'm that- not anti Amazon either, because obviously no. I use it, but I just don't wanna see I just no. don't think you're No. It doesn't go together, does it?
0: No. Absolutely not in a way. So, yeah, we're going to try and figure it out, but in the meantime, and like with your merchandise in mind, when we concert out of the country, then we bring our merch. So that's really nice and then people can get it like that.
1: You're going to bring it to Japan?
0: Bring it to Japan, absolutely.
1: Good, I can finally get one for me and the Uh, boys.
0: Yes, June, I can't believe you don't have one yet.
1: Well, no, because the last time when I thought I want to get it. Yeah, you weren't here. I still haven't seen you. I haven't been. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in with The Hang and me and Sierra Boggess. Join us next time for part two, where we get to dive into The Reunion, The Phantom of the Arpa 25th Anniversary, and Love Never Dies. The Hang is produced by Dori Beristine and Alan Seals from the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find me online at bpn.fm forward slash The Hang. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Ramin Karimloo, on YouTube, A Roaming Iranian, or my Facebook page, Official Ramin Karimloo. Music for my podcast is by my friends in one of my favourite bands, The Dives. Please check them out at their website, thedivesmusic.com. Com. That's thedivesmusic.com, where you can get to know them, hear their incredible music, get links to all their socials, and most importantly, their tour dates, where you can find out where you can see and hear them live. They are truly a great band, and they are phenomenal live. Check them out.